And we are back again. Um, the second year of the over-unders. We're going to start with the NFC. We're going to get into the AFC and give America what it needs. Uh, what is going to happen uh, this NFL season? We're welcomed, Maddie, um, by America's best friend, Alex Berkey. back. Yep. Feels real good to see him, be near him. And the prodigal son returns. <laughs> Rick, golf. Rick lit the fuse. Oh. Rick lit the fuse of the ONIP uh, podcast it, back a year ago. He, he he set this rocket into space. So it's only there is no one we could have done yeah. this with without Rick. Um, Rick also uh, gave us. He's behind White Lotus, um, oh. which the first season incredible. Um, one of my favorite seasons of any show. Uh, so he is, I, I say he's behind it. He didn't create. I wrote it. <laughs> Cat's out and, of the bag there. And I know that That's Alex true. wanted to not like the bear. Uh-huh. Yeah. But Alex liked it. the bear. It's a fantastic show. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it's filmed with like Rick's cousins or in his backyard or something like that. So <laughs> Rick's an extra. You got to look hard. He won't show you what episode, but he's in there. What One of those things is true. It's only a couple blocks away, but <laughs> no relatives. <laughs> So, Rick, before we get to the NFC over-unders, and we're going to go division by division, we're using DraftKings over-unders, and we're going to pick and then, you know, guess on the the number of wins, and then we'll jump over to the AFC. So it's going to be a two-part episode. We're not going to get into the playoffs, who makes the playoffs. There might be a few prop bets that we'll give you along the way. But, um, Rick, before we get there, White Lotus, Bear, what's the next, or the Bear, what's the next show that we need to stream when we're not watching Hard Knocks and your buddy Aaron Rodgers? It's kind of a tough spot right now because a lot of the shows that we expected to come out aren't going to for a while due to the strike. But one good show did come out, luckily. And if you haven't watched the original series, you have to go back and start there. It's justified. The new one that Um, came out is uh, The Primeval, which instead of like down in Kentucky, they're up in Detroit, but it was also filmed here in Chicago. And fun side fact, during the filming of that series, they were actually shot at real time in the street. So they got uh, some authentic Chicago action here. But uh, no, Justified uh, Primeval is just awesome. It's like kind of like the way shows used to be in terms of like uh, mystery action cop shows basically so what's that what's that new show yeah Yeah. olefant's a national treasure it it helps that he's like a top three actor of all time he's amazing the 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 whole cast is pretty freaking cool who's the other actor that looks just like him there's like a there i always get them confused was he the one that was in santa clarita diet is it him is that olefant yeah that's him yeah that is him okay there's another guy that we're always like i get jammed up i always think it's him i don't know i'll have to look into that what's that new uh michael fassbender show rick the snipe he's a sniper an oh, assassin or the, something the killer that's yeah, a that movie about? on netflix i think is that um, on the radar that movie yes can okay. wait for that i just saw the pre- i don't know a whole lot more about it though i just saw that preview yesterday but it looks pretty yeah. damn cool okay, um, i just i just googled images for tim oliphant lookalike and yeah, it's we get? mostly josh dumel is I yes think, the, yeah that's exactly who i was thinking of they look very uh-huh. similar yeah, well, my brain, they're indistinguishable. So, Oliphant was yeah. the the Danny Cordray in the Office, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The handsome guy that went out on date and um, yep, yep. They ran the sting on him. That fake meeting with Meredith. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. Right. Yeah, yeah, he's just awesome. It, it's good to yeah. see like a good show after the uh, 
Secession ended. Everyone got really sad because that was ultimately like one of the best shows of all time and best ending. So it was good to come up with like something else because Billions is terrible. There's a lot of just bad shows out there that aren't uh, sustaining as long as they are. So anyway, that's the one. Some shows that went on for a little long. We covered it. I know everyone came for the overrunners. So we're going to start with the NFC and we're going to start with the NFC East. Um, Any overwhelming thoughts on the NFC East? Maddie, Rick, Alex. I I think I was telling you earlier, I feel like those teams are all just going to beat each other up. It's going to be that division that I, I, I would be willing to bet. I'm sure this is possible. Whoever wins that division and then the team that comes in fourth place, it'll be a spread of less three or less games wins for sure. I don't see a world where because of the other schedule, the schedules that the Eagles have to play and the Giants have to play because of where they finished. The commanders are not going to be as bad as everybody just seemingly thinks they're going to be. They have a good defense. Howell has shown that he can play a little bit, right? He's no worse off than your middle of the road quarterback. The enemy knows how to run an offense. I would I would say they're going to beat each other up. I think that that division is going to be within two or three games at the end of it. My only gut check on this one is Dallas is t- under 10 and a half wins, and it's always just because I'm low on Dallas going into every season. It's, it's fun to be low otherwise. on Dallas. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Can I yeah. It's got to be fun to be a Washington fan right now. kind of reminds me of like when the Bill Wirtz stepped down from the Blackhawks and people were hiding for 10 years. It's like an expansion team almost. So let's yeah. start yeah, with Washington then, because my notes were – uh, disgusting team to root for. <laughs> yeah, but that's but that, but is that some old residual Snyder hatred? No, it's not even that. Like, is I it because FedEx Field is going to cave in on itself and a bunch of people I mean, are probably going to perish? The gloves are coming off for this episode. <laughs> wow, I didn't know you hated the commanders. Starting hot. Okay. I know you're in on Sam Howell, and I respect that, and I like their receivers. No, no, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm in on Sam Howell to be a serviceable like QB, like the 15th, 14th, something best quarterback in the league. I think that's, that's very, that's very weird in his round of outcomes. That's yeah. Derek Murray. Yeah. I don't Who think sucks? That, I don't think, I think that's ambitious. Um, Derek Carr sucks. If you think he's not as good of a quarterback as Derek Carr, I, that's, I, I, I think Derek Carr, Derek is, Carr is terrible, but he's serviceable. He's like the 14th or 15th. Best We're going to track this and you're going to end up being yes. wrong. I'm telling you, <laughs> I, you know, I, once upon a time, he was the number anyway. one, like he was the number one overall pick projected until all those guys left North Carolina and he had a pretty like mediocre year. So Derek Carr will finish ahead of Howell this year. All right. I'm yeah. take both of you guys are on the board. Good. Put it on the board. Put it on there, Rick. I'll take you both down. We'll f- figure out something Done. to, uh, we'll bet something other than money. It'll be like an embarrassing, like one of us has to do something embarrassing. It'll be you, two, you, two, sure. you two will have to do something embarrassing because <laughs> it's just a terrible bet by you. <laughs> so they're over under six and a half. Um, Alex, over, under for for the commanders of Washington. Uh, I'm sorry. My gut check's got to go under. I'm looking at the schedule. I think I had him at – I have to look. Hold on. I think I had him at like seven or eight wins. It's like right on that number though. Okay. Ooh, we got the over. Okay. Let's see. With uh, it, look, I'd have him as an over if uh, if Mister Riviera wasn't still at the helm. That guy seems uh, to be intent on just burying this team. I don't know what he's doing. Well, there. they got two wins was, right out of the gate: Arizona and Denver. So that's, oh, that's easy. Just, just 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 check those two. At hey, yeah, AB, at check those two. Yeah, yeah, at Denver, of course. Yeah. Um, we're not even on the AFC. We're not talking about that. <laughs> well, we're talking schedules. You just, what do you want me to just do? Loose, just just loosening the lid. 
<laughs> and you got a first year OC there. I, I have him at uh, tops at six wins. It's an under either way for me. Okay. Rick is under. It's a tough schedule. Yeah. Five. Yeah, it's going to be right on the number. I bet they'll end up feels like a seven, eight win team at most. Anywhere yes, from there, anywhere the, in that zone. You get the over. I'll um, take the over. I'll talk to my seven wins. I think that okay. feels right. Okay. Um, I'm under. I have them at four and a half wins. Four wins. Preposterous. They have a defense. They have a legitimate defense. How could they win four games? Chase Young looks great in Madden. He doesn't look great um, on the field. <laughs> Everything's and through the Madden lens for you. Um, <laughs> so, New York Giants. Over under mm. is seven and a half. New York football. Seven and a half. Does that seem low? I think it's, it's incredibly low. low. It's a crime. What is that about? That's a good team. And Dayball is absolutely a good coach. Is that are we are they baking yeah. in some Danny Dimes regression because they're gonna make him throw the ball a little bit more and we know that he can't? I Did he they, show that last year, Maddie? I think last year he showed he could do both, but he's he more didn't of throw a, very uh, much last year. He ran a lot. He was, he was efficient when he was like a mini two up, I think. Honestly, him and Fields had similar seasons. They both played like a similar type of game. Obviously, he didn't rush for as many yards, but they they ran like a similar offense. Uh, one. So I've got them. It, it seems insane. I have them under. I went through every single game. I have them yeah. at exactly seven wins. But the thing that I really like is what they've done over the last like two to three weeks. You know, picking up Isaiah Simmons off the scrap heap, who was the ninth pick overall two years ago. Um, versatile chess piece. Like I think Dayball knows what he's doing. Um, I also have 90% of NFC teams under because I think that it's just such a mess in the NFC compared to the, the talent in the AFC. So, so I think it, nothing would shock me if they won 10 games again, I get it. Um, their defense has gotten a lot stronger. They have a decent offensive line now, which they haven't had for 10 years. And they still don't have like the pass catchers. Like is Waller, you know, the one that solves everything for him? Maybe and Saquon, does he stay healthy for seventeen games? So um, yeah, it's not an explosive. Nobody would mistake. No, no, they're not going to. No. Well, but if you're saying so, if you so, do we agree that the AFC is the stronger conference right now? Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that mean that the NFC there's going to be not all those teams will come to the middle? Wouldn't it mean that we're going to have some teams at the top that are going to exceed expectations? Somehow? I think they lose. I think the NFC loses eighty percent of their non-conference games. So you've got the Eagles. So you, well, that's actually fair. That's it there. So what? You have the Eagles over then eleven and a half. Well, I, I sure do. I bet you do. Yeah. How many games? Fourteen, <laughs> fifteen. So um, before we get to the Eagles, so Rick, you're you're solid over or under. I, I have met 11 wins, guys. I think Paris Campbell finally is with a team that he's mm. going to you know, thrive with. I did look at every game. I can't see him losing – or sorry, winning less than 10. I have a solid over here, for sure. And you Plus, Dable could, could coach, Dable could coach a Little League team through a car wash. I know. I, just, I agree. I agree. Sure. It was hard um, for me to go there. Gibby, one of you two or one of you or Rick are keeping track of each of these over-unders so yeah. far, right? Okay. We can punch okay. them in later. I just want to make sure we have it. Seven and a half just looks really low to me to a team that has a good coach, a serviceable, a more than serviceable, a competent quarterback, an electric running back, no alpha receivers, but a bunch of guys that are a little bit better than you'd think. Like Rick mentioned, yeah. Campbell, if healthy, is a fantastic guy in the slot. Hodgins can play. Hodgins definitely can play. He can get open. 
like there's there are people who love his uh, his route running ability and he makes plays so he's kind of like a a very poor man's like plaxico burris in his prime is like what that archetype is oh, but yeah. i don't oh, know much wait. about the defense i just feel like I mean, they got to win eight, nine games. So I'm going to go over there. Um, I agree. I had a really hard time. That was one of the teams that I, I was just like, that I feel like even though I had them at seven, I was trying to find extra wins for them somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but. Um, Maybe. Oh, I said that that seemed low for them. Yeah. You're over two. Going over. Okay. All right. Well, segue right into the next team that I don't believe you have over, and that is America's team. America's best friend does not care for America's America's no, team. Under. <laughs> yep. under. Don't ask me for reasoning. It's just under. It's fine. It's fine. We don't <laughs> we don't ask for reasons here. You know that. Um because I also think they have too many quarterbacks right now. That's so I see it. I think they're like I mean the defense is really good. They're built, they're built, and we've had this conversation literally ad nauseum. Like the DAC conversation is like, people are like, he's just Kirk Cousins. None of their stats over the past three or four years are the same. He's not Kirk Cousins. Like success rate, DAC has been over the, since 2016, DAC is fifth in success rate. Cousins is 14th. EPA per dropback, DAC's 12th out of every quarterback that's played since 2016. EPA per drop back on non-play action. He's third. So like Dak isn't the issue. He's still going to be gone after this year because Jerry hates him for some reason. And then they're going to get another quarterback. They'll find somebody else because Lance can't play. But is is, is Mike McCarthy calling the plays this year? Yes. So he is, but there's something interesting. Everybody's been very worried about that because Schottenheimer is not much better. So it's kind yeah. of like blind leading the blind, but I was watching, I saw something on Twitter and there was like a preseason game where Dak didn't play, but he had the headset on. He was standing behind McCarthy and he was calling plays and McCarthy kept turning around and, and looking at him like, yeah. So it sort of kind of seems like they might just let Dak call a bunch of these plays, which would be an improvement over quite literally anybody because mm-hmm. we know those guys can't call plays. I So I think by default, because of my feelings about the NFC, I think there are three good teams. Um, uh-huh. And I think by default, they're over nine and a half. And I had them at 12. Um, and I think they always end up stealing a game from the Eagles. Um, yep. And yep. I think they beat up on the rest of the division. And that's why I have Washington so low, to be honest, is I think yeah. they're, I don't think Washington steals a game from Dallas or Philly. So that's more losses out of the gate. And then, you know, maybe splits with the Giants. So, um, yeah. but anyway, going back to Dallas, like it's, it's kind of a by default, there's going to be a third team in the NFC that wins 11 or more games. And I think it's Dallas. Yeah. And we've got two. Can... Mm, go ahead, Rick. I was going to say, you can't lose either way. If you pick over and they go under, it's going to be hilarious. And we're all entertained either way. Uh-huh. They go over, it'll be good football the way they're supposed to be playing. I mean, Pollard's going to be taken over here, so there's less ambiguity in the backfield. Lamb's going to eat again, top three guy, most likely. Dak's going to be, as long as he's healthy, the offense should be fine. Mm-hmm. Good D in that division and that conference. I mean, I haven't met 11, just there's no yeah. reason they wouldn't be unless something went wrong. It feels like a year, I'm going to go over, it feels like a year they win a lot more games and people write them off and then they lose in the divisional round or something yeah and i, I don't Dak, think they're built for the playoffs like no, I think they're, they're not to win 10 plus games in the regular season you know who they are last year's vikings with a yeah. better defense with a better defense yeah we'll get we'll we'll get right into that in like 
five minutes on the Vikings. I have I have some real thoughts stemming from what Albright was talking about with mm-hmm. us a few weeks ago. Um, so um, we'll, yep. we'll, some of those ideas will come up too. All right, so so we're in. Um, oh, Billy, can I can I add a, da- a Jerry Jones uh, potential futures bet that everybody should bet? Yes. Arkansas's quarterback, KJ Jefferson, kind of like a huge, he looks like a linebacker, but he's like, he's kind of like Jamarcus Russell, but with a little more touch. Okay. He's, he's pretty good quarterback. Less he's all purple, right. Less purple drink. Yeah. Less purple drink. <laughs> you, 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 you might as, like, there's no world where Jerry Jones doesn't draft him at some point in the first couple of rounds because he can't help himself with Arkansas players anyway. Oh, yeah, and Felix he's going to want a quarterback. Yeah. So they also have a running back there who's probably top easily top five maybe top three in the country too um sanders so look out for those guys joining the cowboys next year you just just pick a bunch of guys from arkansas and just book it okay philly alex lead us off eagles they're 11 and a half mm-hmm. I, I just have to go over with philly anything you're excited yeah. about jalen hurts miles sanders is gone <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that guy, he really knows this. <laughs> Schedule's not not too bad. Never forgiven. No, we can't. He's he did us so dirty. Um yeah, that's a good team. That's a really good team. And they've got a little bit of Broncos flair as of yesterday now, too. Ooh. So that's gonna excite Gibby even more. Alberto isn't uh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Wow, he just casts him off. Oh yeah. He leaves the ship. All right. Okay. <laughs> you know what's funny? It- these They're minus one thirty seven and zero. Yeah, yeah. They, they could go. open seven and zero, but then they get there's a stretch where they get Dallas, KC, the Bills, the Niners, and Dallas. So yeah. if they can get through that, that KC game is you know, Monday night before Thanksgiving too. So the Monday of Thanksgiving week, I believe, that is so spicy. Is that in KC or is that in Philly? Uh huh. Uh huh. That's at Gaia, Gaia, Gaia Field, whatever they're calling it. Yeah, it's in KC. That's going to be appointment television. And I assume they only split with the Giants. So I haven't been 11. They're still, I haven't been under. I, I just, and that's a, that's a way too touch of, tough of a stretch. And with the NFL, when things look like too obvious, it's teams going to be just rolling. Usually they don't. So, so they can't lose. So they'd have to win 12, which means they can't lose. They can't lose more than five. Right. Mm-hmm. Are there more than five losses? And again, when you get, schedule? they could lose to Dallas once, twice to KC, the Bills, and the Niners. That's your five. I'm going under two. Then, yeah, you know, I'm with Rick. Anything can happen there. It's a great team, but it's really hard to mm-hmm. run through the league two years in a row. I agree. I agree. I mean, yeah. I have them over, and I have them at 14 wins. Um, All right, I'm riding with Rick. I'm going under. I so I uh, I was looking like I I was doing deep dives all summer on depth charts and I'm just looking at their front seven and yeah. there are six guys that literally start for every other single team in the league out well, of the seven and then the and then the other three on their depth chart are starting for like 28 of the 30 team 30 Georgia had the two best defenses that college football yeah. has seen in like 10 years and they've got like six of those guys so it's insane and then they have the best offensive line in football um yep the two best tackles like loaded at receiver loaded at running back it's like just this. yeah and they're smart and they know what they want to do they have an identity and yep. I think they're hungry so 
they lost I, a bunch on defense, though. Did they do a good job they, of replacing what they lost? They, the, well, they in brought the backfield. back Slay. They brought back Bradbury. They yeah. lost Chauncey. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a name I screw up. This Love will it. be my new Tredavious Ward. First uh, one. <laughs> what is it? Chauncey Gardner-Smith? Chauncey yeah, yeah. Gardner-Johnson. C-G-J. Yeah, um, close enough. I'm good with with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he's gone to Detroit. Um, all right, so let's go to the South. Enough okay. time in the East. Um, NFC South, New Orleans. Oh. We've got it 9, 9.5. Any overarching thoughts on the South? This, like the it's... part of the country or the division? <laughs> And the- yeah, we'll do a whole side pod on that. Rick's got some thoughts. Oh, I got so many thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> some of them related to the spy. <laughs> there is oh, literally Skyline Chili there, Rick. We can't go back to Skyline Chili. This right? is gross. This co- this division is gross. It's, so it, it's, it's really that excites me. Nothing. No. Actually, no. I I I'm actually not going to agree with that. I think New Orleans is going to be awesome. They're going to be fun. I think Atlanta is going to be pretty fun too, uh, but we'll get to them. But I think two of these teams are going to be at least halfway entertaining. The other two are going to be hot garbage, which is pretty good for a division. I, so stuff, but. nothing would shock me with, and I was texting Maddie, like I wouldn't be shocked if any of these teams won 10 games just mm. because they, they someone's going to, someone's going um, to, but I also have all of them like at seven and 10. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it's just mm. there. There's, who knows what emerges from here? I agree with you, Rick. I think like none of them are going to be great teams, but I think there is going to be a lot of fun, like red zone action and, you know, um, three minutes left and you're watching Atlanta, New Orleans for the 75th time in two years. And it's like, okay, who's. <laughs> you, you already know I'm a big car fan, right? And yeah. New Orleans has the easiest schedule in the league next year. Yeah. They're super talented. They're, I have them for more wins than any other team on my sheet at 14 right now. Well, you have them at 14. Wow. Yep. They're nine. I love that. Yeah, uh, they're going to be the story this year, I think. I think um, – I mean, I'm a pretty big fan of their punter. Rick, are you up on their punter? Uh, no, year, I don't is, do this, punters generally. I just do field goal kickers. Oh, those are kickers. You do both. So this, there's this guy. His name's Lou Headley. He's 30 years old. He, is he the Australian? He's oh. the Australian guy. He owned a tattoo shop in Indonesia, sold the business, moved to America, made his way around a couple of small schools, ended up at Miami, and then he won the punting job. And he's just like tatted up, mullet, wild card. So that's worth a win or two. Yep, right? now I remember. Mm-hmm. Can we get him on the show? At least. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Does he know Absolutely. Brian? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, how close are Thailand and Indonesia? Don't quiz me on that. like the same. General probably <laughs> probably gonna have to check that out right now. I'm gonna fact check that. It's another pot. So I have I have New Orleans under an eight, but I I could be sold the other way. I'm not I'm not married to the eight. Al, anything on New Orleans? No, I think you hit on it. I mean, they, they have a couple of exciting receivers, right? So I, I don't see them being held back on offense. Uh, you know, outside of the Derek Carr situation, we might have different feelings there, but. Uh, all right, let's let's zip through this one. Atlanta, we've got eight, or what was it? For Atlanta, I didn't give a Saints over under yet. Oh, you didn't? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you already said over because of the punter. No, I just like the punter. Um, <laughs> 10 would be the over. Someone's gonna have, I, I actually don't think it's the best team in that division, so I'm gonna go under. 
Segway. Uh, who do you yeah, think take is in the division? Uh, I think the Falcons are going to win that division. <laughs> Even with Ritter. Well, they're just going to not, he's not going to do anything. They're just going to, they've got weapons all over that don't need to be thrown the ball down the field. Like London's a yak line of scrimmage guy. Bijan's going to, Bijan's not, he's like a running back. He's the first running back to come out in a while that will like run routes against linebackers and beat them. Right. He's a, he is a freak. So, you know, Algier can play. They've got Patterson to run some gimmicky stuff and the defense is pretty good. Um, yeah. I just think the brand of football they play. Also, I didn't realize this. Did you know Arthur Smith's dad is the dude who um, founded FedEx? Or grandfather, maybe? Home Depot? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, Home Depot is the guy, Arthur Blank. No, Arthur Blank, but Arthur Smith. Arthur so Smith's dad dad or grandfather founded FedEx, like started We have it. FedEx and Home Depot. They got it all sorted out down there. So those are two powerful families, <laughs> a lot of alphas. He just wants to run the ball at people. Ritter's yeah. going to, he stinks, but like if Ritter stinks, they'll put Heineke in and he'll just manage the game if they need to. And I think the yep. defense is good enough. I think they win the division by like a game. It's going to be a mess though, but I'm going over for them as well. Rick. You guys said it all. I mean, this team could easily win 14 too if things are ranking properly here. So I have them at 10. I have the over either way. They're going to be fun. It's good. It's cool to see like, when a team properly rebuilds, which I think these guys have at least tried to Ritter aside, you know, it's all yeah. that's out there when they went for it. Yeah. They're doing Ritter it the right way. Reach, right? The tail end like, Ritter was like, yeah. I don't feel like it's a reach to take one of the top five quarterback prospects in a draft in the second or third round. It's not like they went up to like 25, gave up capital or anything to go. It's not a valid reason to not just do the easy thing and go trade for Ryan Tannehill. And and win for sure. Right, I agree. Like just I agree. just like definitive, like that was tailor made. It was plug and play. And they, I don't know what happened there. Like maybe Tennessee, maybe Vrabel was like, no, no, no. Levis and Willis aren't ready. Uh, yeah. And they might not have been better off at the end. I mean, it's just as risky bringing a guy like that in too. So yeah, this year Tannehill is going to standpoint be, Ritter. He'll be a better quarterback than Ritter this year for sure, though. Tannehill. Tannehill. Oh, good. Sure. I he, think you got to look at it. If you're putting a, a young team together, I'm not sure if putting an old vet at quarterback is the best way to like you know roll it forward. Either you're going to be bad and you need to be bad and commit yeah, to it and re- rebuild. You know you're going to swap. You put a halfway decent quarterback. You swap him out in a year. You know who they, because guys become you know available, right? Be? Like Rodgers and whatnot. Yeah, they'd almost be like Green Bay. What happened when Favre left? You have a, a mediocre older QB that's holding things together. Mm-hmm. He leaves, and then you're left, you know, with young guys holding the bag. That same situation might have happened in Atlanta if you filled in that spot this year. So, I have no yeah. problem with Ritter being there and, and seeing what they have with them. And if it doesn't work out, then they're going to be in pretty good position. I think. I'm actually not sure if they have their own control over their first next year. I haven't looked at what their situation is, but let me look. Assuming um, they have it, yeah, they're a win-win either way. We're looking there, Alex. Over under? Did you already tell us? No, just going over just because they get four wins right away with two games each against Carolina and Tampa Bay. So, yeah. And I also think that's Kyler Murray's next home. Um, oh, Atlanta. Is that what you're thinking? I am. Oh, that Ooh. is elect. That's spicy. That's very spicy. I hadn't entertained um, that. It's going to be expensive for them to get rid of Murray one way or the other in Arizona. They have to up it, bad. It's, and it's not going to cost as much as people think right now. Um, Interesting. Because, um, so, anyway. Um, and then we've got uh, Carolina seven and a half is the is the number that Las Vegas has given us for the Carolina Panthers. We've gone ad nauseum about Bryce Young. 
right? Like it's, uh-huh. it's going to be sort of like, what does this look like? Do we know if the offensive line can, you know, sustain them for a bit? My biggest issue there is like, where are the weapons? Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, you're relying on DJ Chark and, and Adam Thielen a little bit too much for my liking. More than right? DJ Moore. He's gone. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's gone. Rick, 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 Rick's Rick eyes just lit up about Rick took him. <laughs> you can't mention him without clearing that first with Rick. Um, yeah. Adam Thalen is going to piss so many people off in fantasy this year when he catches like 12, 13 touchdowns and he's a wide receiver one or two. We're going to be hammering him early before people, because you know how people like they just, he's an old guy. He stinks. Like he is going to catch a yeah. bunch of touchdowns. Yep. His biggest thing is if he could stay healthy. Yeah, of Have course. Him. Yeah. Having um, had him in a local division, he's just not a guy you can count on. The Carolina's lack of weapons defense. is concerning. It's good. Carolina's got a good defense. Um, uh-huh. They have playmakers like on all three levels. So I I had them at six wins. So not like drastically under the seven and a half. I think you know Bryce is going to do enough where people are excited year two. But I'm not. I don't think it's going to be like oh my gosh, it's Bryce Young. He's the next big thing. Um, I mean, no one's ever said that, but like he's he's going to be fine. Um, but enough excitement where you see the tools and it's like, okay, now let's get some pieces around him. Yeah, it's that new there's type only, of offense. There's only one real answer here, guys, or way to look at it. If I'm not mistaken, I believe the Bears own Carolina's 2024 first. I think so. Yep. Yep. So in that respect, we are not only assuming the under, we are actively rooting for it, if not manifesting it somehow. We will You're sacrifice whatever animal is necessary. Right. Six wins They're, gets you probably like a ninth pick, right? Probably right around eight. Yeah, it'll be a top. Yeah, it's yeah. top ten for sure. Um, it won't be one. They're just no. not going to be bad enough. But, you know, it could be top five. It could be four or five, mm-hmm. which you're still going to get, you know, you're either – that's going to be – that'll be a fun conversation if that's be, where it ends be, up. De- Decent quarterback available there. <laughs> um, all right, Carolina over under Maddie. Rick already is is willing the under. So seven and know. a half seems like a lot. I I think under by a little six. That seems feels like a six or seven win team. I don't think they're getting eight or nine. Um, yeah, they don't have enough weapons. And not that Bryce Young had a, had very many of them last year either in Alabama, and he and he got it done. But yeah, I don't think so. That's probably an under. I'm going under. Al. I already went with under. Yeah, he's under it. So that leaves us with Tampa, which is kind of a polarizing. Everybody's left them for dead. Obviously kind of a mess at quarterback. They've cycled a bunch of guys out. They still have a really talented cast of weapons, we'll call it. Defense still has some playmakers. They're going to get the advantage of playing a a fairly soft schedule. Six and a half still feels like a lot of a lot of wins, but I feel like this is the team that everybody assumes is going to be as bad as Arizona. That won't be. And I think they win six or seven games somehow. And they'll we'll look back and be like, how? But I think, you know, I I would bet this under six and a half is still five and a half would be nice. I would bet them to win six games, but I don't think I can bet them to win seven or eight. Yeah, this is the one I thought. I, I thought to myself, someone in this division is going to win ten, and like yeah. we'll be completely floored if it's Tampa. Um, you know, they've they've got a lot of the same guys on defense. Their offensive line still needs some work, and um, 
and who knows Baker Baker might will himself, but like I I don't see it. I have him under. I there's no variation outside of like four to ten wins that I would be shocked about. They have the uh, third worst odds to make the playoffs this year. I know. So, so I had him at I had him under. Um I had him at five, but yeah, that feels right. All right. Let's get out of this division. Stance. Yeah, it smells. Smells. All right. Under. I, for, for the record, for the record, I have missed seven games in and over. But okay, just, put it in, right. punch it in. We're on the board. We're going to keep track of this. That was our, our New Year's resolution after the anniversary pod. So <laughs> yeah. we're tracking you guys everything. Two is doing it. We're in business. There's, there's nothing stacks. Tom Brady doesn't touch that he doesn't leave in complete chaos. In this, that does um, seem to be true. Yeah, I would go a lot further under if uh, he was coming back. But um, yeah, of course. <laughs> hey, whoa, Gibby. What if? What if Brady? So when Russ implodes and they put Stidham in week like six or seven, what would you say to Brady coming back to finish out the season if he was like in shape? Would you would you be willing to accept that? No, thank you. No, thank you. You'd rather just drive <laughs> right trade our first round pick the next three years for Drew Locke. Um, <laughs> better arm. Um you hate him as much as Bell hates uh, Smart. It's like that's the equivalency. It's more. It's more. Yeah. Yeah. It's worse. Okay. All right. Take us. Take us west. Right. Take us out west. All right, Rick. Chicago. We'll start. We'll start in the NFC North. Here. No, you or, said you were going to finish with the NFC North. The West oh, is next. We're, all right. All right. Hold on. Hold on to it, Rick. The, he, I, he's uh, just thinking directionally, but yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. No. 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 All right. So let's go west. Forty Nine ers ten and a half. I think this is the easiest over um in in the books it doesn't matter who their quarterback is um they could have uh that's a great team anyone anyone a quarterback literally in the league and somehow will their way to win 11 games um they can win games you know by scoring 10 points right i mean yeah i mean they but they stayed in the nfc championship game with a quarterback that couldn't throw I mean, they weren't yeah. really in it, but he, he literally could not throw the ball and jo- Josh Johnson. So um, well, they, they they didn't lose because of that either. I mean, they lost right. because no. Kyle Shanahan just couldn't adjust. And it's one yep, of those, yep. te- if we can go one freaking year with the Niners winning, you know, a ton of games and looking good in the regular season only to collapse in the playoffs because Kyle Shanahan gets outcoached one more time. I'm not sure. Gibby, what, where, uh, Gibby, what where are you at on Shanahan? Is he royalty or, you know, eh. He's not royalty, um, but I would trade most NFL coaches for him. Like if if you could go straight up, because I think offensively he's in the top five, um, and and I think I think there are other things that they haven't figured out. Him and Lynch like haven't fully like grasped yet, like the entire team building aspect. But he wants to no, build team around not. defense, um, entirely around defense, and. Um, and he knows that, you know, the zone running scheme and having Debo Samuel, having extra offensive lineman with George Kittle um, and, you know, Ayuk, they need one other good receiver. And then McCaffrey is, is there a better like team dynamic player marriage? Like it just felt like McCaffrey should be a 49er even before the trade. It's like, oh, this makes sense. I feel like he's been there his entire career. Um, yeah. Even though it's been eight games, it just feels natural. Yeah, um, they you just jog my memory though. They got a new defensive coordinator. It's Wilkes, the guy who was in Carolina, um, who took over midway through the season. So, 
yeah, Shanahan's running the offense and that's all well and good, but you know, the defense is talented. It probably won't matter, but if there was ever going to be an Achilles heel for them come playoff time, it might be lack of coordination on that side of the ball, but we'll see. I can't poke any other holes. I'm going over as well. Maybe San Francisco, you love McCaffrey. Yeah, I'm big on San Francisco. I, I would put them closer to 13, 14 wins, so way yeah. over. I'm with 14. Okay. Uh, just Arizona under for everybody. Let's just skip it. It's three and a half. There's no yeah. world they're winning more than one or two games tops. Like, that is going to be a complete travesty. It's going to be. And it's Caleb Williams is going to be there next year. Um, mm-hmm. I have two wins that they lucked into. Mm-hmm. There's yep. no way to Same. win four or five games. Like, no. just win the free money. On the under. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're Although I will say last year I made a statement uh, that the Giants, something along the lines of, I don't know who the Giants are going to beat. And I assumed that they'd win zero games and then they actually had a decent year. So I don't know what's real anymore, but I'm kind of. But you could tell yourself that story last year for the Giants because of the coach and because of some of the other things they had in place. But I get what you're saying. But it's an under for sure. Um, all right, the Rams, six and a half. Is that what we yeah. have? Yeah. I don't know what to do with this team. This is such honest. a L.A. team. Like a lot of star power, a lot of name recognition, nothing that meshes well together and that plays well. I mean, if I'm leaning anywhere, it's got to be under here. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what's left to trust on this team. Like they Stafford is like another hit away. He could be without a back. Like he's on his way out. They don't... <laughs> he can't connect with his 20 year old team. Yeah. He's buying books yes. about the lingo. Wait, that was real. I thought that was like, one of the, I stumbled upon that. I thought it was like a parody uh, Twitter account. That was real. Oh, his wife like came out and was like he's really struggling connecting with the 25 year old teammates of his. That's going to be a nightmare. You know what? I'm going to plant a flag. I think they may end up one of the three worst teams. I think they may bottom out. I think that might be a total disaster now that I think about it. And there's already rumblings Aaron Donald might get traded midseason or at the trade deadline. Yeah, he's been hinting at retirement for like two years. Yeah, it's not even. It's there. That's it's bad. It's tough times. It's tough times. I, I'm going just to say over so bad, but no, I just I don't know. You right. can't give Is them it- a make. Yeah. Is it just the LA market, or is there any other reason why we haven't heard a whole lot from these guys? Whether in, it's kind of like a Cleveland situation, I haven't heard anything out of Same. the Rams camp. I've, I haven't watched any yeah. games. I haven't heard Nothing. anything about these guys. I think There's it's no like buzz. the they won a Super Bowl and no one cares for five years. They can do whatever they want to do, and then after five years, people start clamoring for something. And yeah. so, like, I think it's like the fans don't really care. We know they don't care in Los Angeles anyway. Um, mm-hmm. but they care even less. And then, um, yeah. And I think it's like, Oh, Sean McVay's a great coach. And, and yeah, he is like, he's proven it. Um, but at the same time, like they're, they're gonna struggle. Like maybe it's Andrew Whitworth. He retired. He was like yeah. the voice of reason, the adult in the room. And they just yeah. don't have that and really. Did. And they just kick the can so far down, like with spending all the money they did that, you know, they can't even roster like, second and third round picks after no. their you know rookie contract is McVay should have taken his broadcasting deal and just run. Yeah, why did he come back? That's the only thing I'm not sure of. Like what convinced him to come back? What does he think he's got? That's the only part I don't know about. But I would still go under. That's not I don't think they're winning seven games. Yeah. Um last team in the division Seattle. Oh Rick, you're under too. 
Yeah, for yeah. sure. Okay. Seattle. Lead oh, us. man. I get over. And, you know, the only reason is I think that you're building a little chemistry between Gino and um, DK and Lockett there. I expect to see some things out of them this year. And, you know, their home field advantage is significant. They have, you know, one of the biggest home field advantages in the league. So it's a really good roster, except they're not playing their best quarterback on their roster. <laughs> Why is he still on the roster? What, what, what scenario would you put Drew Locke in the game and go, yeah, we're going to get these plays? Like, what what plays are you running? Give me Two years ago, game. what scenario would you have put Gino Smith and been like, okay. Fair, but Drew Locke has never been even remotely as close to successful as Gino was last year in any season. Oh, yeah. Great season. Yeah, oh, yeah. That whole – those stats, <laughs> oh. those pesky stats. Those, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Get away from Those backs. danger throws and interceptions. Yeah. yeah. Those aren't real. Did you see Listen, that one back shoulder throw to Noah Fair? No. No, I didn't. No one saw it. Nobody <laughs> no saw one, it. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> you, you, can't even, you can't even find a replay of it. Does anybody else – is anybody else like – you know, all kidding aside, some kidding aside, I, I, I still don't like fully trust Geno Smith. I, I don't either. I don't either. And that's – I make the joke. Geno Smith had a great year last year. The Jets taint on him. Probably. And he faded a little bit in the second half. Like, t- team started to figure him out. He's got a lot of weapons, though. If they just – are they just going to Pete Carroll establish it and then let him distribute to these guys and get let the defense win some yeah, games? Man. Yeah. He's the, he's the new 2023 Kyle Orton. Yeah, I think they'll win 10, 11 games. I'll go over. I just think it's a good roster. It's a really good roster. They've done a good job on the defensive line. They've and drafted well there. They their get after the quarterback. is really good. And yeah. I mean, they don't they even hit. need Jamal Adams. And if he comes yeah. back and he's plays seven games healthy for them. They've yeah. drafted very well. Schneider's yeah. drafted very well last couple of years. Yeah. I wanted, yeah, I wanted to be under. I, I, I wrote down six like <laughs> a million times. Well, but, from week week 12 on, Outside of their final game of the year against the Cardinals, they've got a stretch of six games in a row that are pretty brutal. The, and that was, that was it. That was yeah. it. It was like they've got this run. Um, and Two then on that was time. actually one of my Cardinals wins because it's like, okay, if they're out of it already. And then, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you so, can see a scenario where the Seahawks have clinched the playoffs, but they can't win the division. And they I'm just, sticking with my under eight and nine. Ah, that's actually a, probably the right bet, but I'm going to go over because I just like the team. But we'll see how they do through that stretch. I mean, San Fran, Dallas, San Fran, Philly, Tennessee, Pittsburgh, and then Arizona to close. Yeah. That's a tough stretch. I, I share your win total, Giddy. I'm an under with eight. Yeah, that feels right. Okay, that makes sense. Alex, where were you? Did you already go? I went over. I'm trying to be over. the yeah. Okay, yeah. just you and I to almost a unit as secretary of the chat. I just wanted to confirm. <laughs> Uh, so we have one division left. We have yeah, the NFC North. Yeah, we do. Start and with the Packers. Give me the Packers first. Okay. Rick, you All have right. the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to steal your thunder there, Gibby. Go ahead. No, no, no. no. Rick, this is your division. You own it. You need to start us off. Packers. Talk I, hate to us. I, I hate everything about this division. <laughs> <laughs> everything i hate that i have to root for a team in it i hate i, I just don't enjoy it. it makes me achy the whole thing so the packers i don't know i the packers i kind of feel like are last year's giants to me i just don't they're gonna win three games four games maybe they might win a lot more they might be perfectly coached i have no idea 
I just don't see it. It's a three win team. They're they're gonna be in they're gonna be in the Patriots. We can't find a quarterback for 10 years mm. kind of uh, slot. And it's gonna be very enjoyable to see Green Bay be horrible for decades to come. But besides that, it's a it's a hard under. Are you enjoying the Jordan Love camp buzz that everybody's kind of like, hey, wait a minute, he might be great when the only people yeah, no. Didn't even dominate the Mountain West Conference when he played in college, but now he's going to dominate in the pros. So he dominated the Patriots in the uh, joint joint practices. Oh, oh, Oh. wow! He did. did. That changes nothing. It changes a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! I think they're. I I had them. So they're seven and five. I had them at five wins, and I wouldn't be shocked. I, and I just plan on being absolutely wrong about them every single week when I'm going to pick like the weekly pickums who wins. Um, I, I too much emotion. You guys are too emotional. You're too. I'm emotional. not emotional about Green Bay. I could care. They, they got a. We know they have a good coach. They have a good defense. We know they have a good defense. We don't yeah. know the most important position, quarterback. We don't know what he's going to be able to do. I think they have really good skill players. This entire division, though, to Rick's point. Every team in this division is somewhere between plus 140 and plus 400 to win the division, and there's no other division that's close. Mm-hmm. I think I think there's I think there's only one team in this division that's going under, and it's not the Packers. I think the Packers will I think they'll hit I think it'll be eight or nine wins. It does, won't make sense, but I think they'll find a way. I don't know how yet, because I don't know what we're gonna get out of love, but I'm gonna go over. I can see it. A B, who you got? Or over under. I'm so used to oh. We're already in who you got for, Whoa, for that felt good. That it was a nice felt really good. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I'm under. Okay. I don't think much else needs to be said there. No. Out. All right. Let's move on to Minnesota. The Vikings. Vegas doesn't love them. Yeah, either. this one's confusing to me. This seems really low. Can, can I the give re- you the uh the regression monsters coming for them? So the perception here in you know the Midwest is that the Vikings are doing based on what they did in the offseason, which was virtually nothing to improve that mm-hmm. team. The general consensus here is they're going to ride Cousins until his legs fall off this year and tank for next year. It's their best opportunity to load up with pretty young, talented uh, players in that team. So it's almost like there's a, an expectation they're going to fail on purpose this year, which I could see them failing even if they tried not to <laughs> i could see that too and they were also seven and zero in games decided by six points or less yeah the um, defense is still very bad which is not and it's not sustainable and every week we would right. say like okay this is not a great team but they're winning games they should not be winning and so i i agree with that and what that makes me think of is like can we see a mid-season quarterback trade Will that ever happen? Like someone of cousin stature, like all of a sudden Daniel Jones gets hurt, but the Giants are in it and they're like, you know, eight and five and they trade for Kirk Cousins. That would be awesome. That would why be has that never happened? Why it why can't happen. that why can't that happen? I, the team that's trading him away is probably gonna get a premium if Kirk Cousins becomes available. Yes. And your team is making a run to the playoffs, and everybody knows your quarterback is probably holding them back from their potential. Why wouldn't you throw the Vikings a first and like a fourth for Cousins and yes. just take it? Like, why? Why wouldn't you do? Call that? it in. Like, call the thing in. Yeah, that's. Um, 
that defense is really bad, and I could see some, there's some blow up potential here. I got uh, I got them going I, under. I, I do have some uh, some trivia for you to answer that Ooh, question. There have ahead. only been three quarterbacks who played for at least two teams in a given season and also threw for at least two thousand yards in that season. The last time oh. it happened was 1990. Does oh, anyone know gosh. one of those three? No chance. None. <laughs> no. I'd be fair. So Bobby Lane, he no. traded. He got traded from Detroit to Pittsburgh in 1958. Kerry no. Collins in Kerry. 98. Kerry Collins. That's the last one. Hey. Wow. Carol- no, the le- the last one was Steve Walsh in 19. 19- Sorry, I guess it's something. They were in odd order. Sorry. Uh, the middle one was Steve Walsh in 1990, Dallas to New Orleans. So it doesn't happen a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We need it. It's been 33 years. We need it. When was Carson Palmer traded? It was off season, I think, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, it was off season. Okay. Yeah. You um, probably don't even see them in training camp. But that's that's the guy. That's Kirk Cousins. Mm. I'm I'm putting it on Bleacher Report. Um he's a nice but, guy too. He'll say, Oh shucks, I guess I'll go help those guys. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. New York's so, a pretty what, big what, city for the guy, but yeah. yeah. So again, what, I'm going. What was I'm going I think we, t- we talk over there. Okay. I'm under. All right. Yeah. All right. So I'm under too, Al. It sounded like you were over. You didn't. I'm breaking from the back. I'm going over. Okay. All right. Good. Detroit. Nine point five. They've become a lot of fun. It's Detroit. They're so sad. They become a lot of fun to be the team that's like, are we sure Detroit is this good? No, that I was think, all last year, Maddie. I know. I know. Um. Their identity on offense is going to be pretty consistent. Like Goff is the right quarterback for what they're going to do. Defense has improved quite a bit. They're going to get to play a relatively decent schedule. Ten wins. It's like what world are we living in where we can bet the Lions to win double digit wins? It just feels gross, but I'm going to do it. I think it's a new day. I think they'll. I think they'll sneak over this. Maybe ten, eleven wins tops. I had them over 10 and I wanted to say like, Oh, there's too much hype about Detroit. There's too much hype about Detroit. But then I went through the schedule and I was like, I couldn't yeah. find a way to keep them from 10 wins. So um, I agree. And also I think everyone talks about some of the wide receivers that came out the same year, like Lave, Garrett Wilson, uh, Jamison Williams is right there with them. Uh, and he's out for the first six weeks because he decided to bet on DraftKings. Mm. Um <laughs> and, uh, you know, when he was like 20 feet from the stadium. Um, yeah. Yeah. But so it doesn't really bode well for his uh, prospects being able to, you know, run super complex plays and routes. He doesn't need to. He doesn't need to. Okay, um, we'll, see. Here's a, we'll see. Here's the thing about Detroit. Guys. If you put this team in like the AFC North, they'd be like a five one team, seven or eight win team. If that is the only NFL team I think that I can think of that actually has a negative wins above replacement rating for their coach, going back to the, the last couple yeah, of years. Yeah, you do. You can, actually attribute, you can attribute, I think I said it this time last year too, you can attribute more team losses to this coach than any other coach in the league. So if they cannot put it together, and if he's still out there going for it on fourth and completely unnecessary situations and kicking when you shouldn't and whatever – they are still going to probably win 11 in this division, but it's the year where Dan gets exposed to the fraud he is. I think I cannot subscribe to kicking field goals ever, but going for it on fourth down. Oh, yeah. Anytime you pass the 50, I don't care the situation. Go for it. Go for it. The, the data is in, like, it is the right move. You got to call the right play, but it is definitely the right <laughs> move. It is positive EV to go for it on fourth down when you cross the other team's 
side of the field. He'll run it on fourth and 35. Well, yeah, that's the problem. Is he's, <laughs> you know, you got to be in the right spot. But yeah, it's the the futures on like team results are very bizarre. It's like to miss the playoffs, the Lions are plus 140. So that makes sense, right? So that kind of locks them in. If you if you take that, that locks them in for like what eight nine wins right there to make the playoffs. You're not getting a seven win or an eight win team probably into the playoffs. No, no. And then they have the same odds just about to lose in the wild card round to the divisional round. So what that tells me is that they are going to be one because the buy you only get a buy for the top seed now, right? So that tells me that Vegas doesn't know what to do with them, but they're very sure they're going to make the playoffs. And so for me, that's eight, nine wins there. They got to get one more. Like it's a pretty easy over. Mm-hmm. Um, we have one team left in the NFC North. Mm, yeah. The, don't make me do it. The oh, no. I'll just be real Bears. No, you don't I'll need be to. I mean, we got to get real quick. Gibby's going to have to do the Broncos. So it'll be fine. I don't give a shit about the Patriots. It, it's, yeah, we'll let out. I'll be real yeah, be, be real quick about it. The bear, there's a lot of hype for it. Oh, sorry, Alex, I didn't hear you there. Go ahead, buddy. No, all good. I, it's six, what, seven and a half? Seven it and is half. seven and a half. Yeah. Which seems high. It does seem high. Don't we all? I'm uh, just going to go with under without, you know, just gut check. Yeah, <laughs> a split-wise decision. <laughs> yeah, well, a, a decision at least. <laughs> Oh, look at the um, schedule. This, here's the thing. There's a lot of hype about these guys, and I get why on paper. But here's the, – the problem is they are not good. Uh, this offensive line is still young slash bad. The defensive line is worse. So mm-hmm. I don't care who you got back – You know, if you got Fields, if you have Drew Brees back there. I don't know what a QB is supposed to do behind a line that you're just running for your damn life every single snap. Um, it doesn't feel real yet. Like even it's, preseason doesn't mean anything, but at yeah. the very least, you expect to see some semblance of, uh, you know, a, a play calling where there isn't fields running around, you know, uh, for his life anymore, or things should see more natural, and they don't. Uh, Poles actually might be a really bad talent evaluator. We had that weird trade for Claypool last year, which eventually turned into Joey Porter Mm -hmm. Jr. Mm -hmm. You have him out there even last year and going into this year, bidding against himself for guys like Leatherwood, who he didn't end up dropping. Um, Mm -hmm. For for a a GM who's prided himself on being this lineman guru, they haven't been able to put a line together in two years. And this doesn't look any better on paper. I just don't have a good feeling for that. When you watch it, it just doesn't feel right. I don't know how else to describe it. I just don't think this team's going to be very good. I have them at seven wins. I think if they get to seven this year, that's a small victory in and of itself. They go over clicking and we're all wrong. No problem. But I, this team's just not going to be very good. I think the line on it at seven and a half was crazy. I, I was expecting to be like, oh, I'm excited about the Bears. I'm excited about mm-hmm. the Bears over because I was expecting it to be five and a half. And I'm like, I think they can win six or seven games. And, and I think they can do that because they have it like improved drastically in the, in the middle of the field. Like uh, Tremaine Edmonds, a really good middle linebacker um, and up the middle. I, I think they're, they're more solid than they were when they finished the season last year. Um, 
And, and I love the Deonta Foreman signing. I think he's actually just as talented as David Montgomery and you pay him less. Um, Khalil Herbert, like and DJ Moore getting him. So I think they got an extra win from Vegas just based on like they managed the draft really well and they lined themselves up better for next year and beyond. Um, yeah. and, and so I think they got an extra win there, but like, and, and I, I like fields potential. Um, but we don't know yet if he can really throw the ball and we won't really find out this year either. Um, unless the offensive line plays up to where mm-hmm. they were. Like, um, I was just pounding the table for Peter Skaronsky to be a bear. It would have made the most sense in the world. Me too. Me too. Um, and so anyway, um, I like the bears, but I still have them under. Um, and what was my note? Um, and I kind of, and oh, and they're the opposite of Minnesota. They're the opposite of the Vikings. They yeah, lost yeah. more close games, those six point games. And we've also talked about like guys, coaches, coaches and coaching staffs going into their second year are usually the ones that see the most improvement. And so maybe there's something with Everflus there, but, um, but I think we'll find out this year. And, and I think six is fine. I think anything under is is disappointment. I think seven and a half is kind of crazy. Um, and that's why I went under. It's a weird okay, just a quick side note. It's a high number. Yeah. It's weird. It, it's I think a lot of it's just kind of the the mystery. And no one really knows what this is gonna be. Right. Again, on paper, and if you watch on ESPN, you got guys saying the Bears are gonna win this division easily. I don't know what they're talking about. No one's actually seen what's happening, and it still drives me nuts that they passed on Jalen Carr. I have a theory on how this happens. The NFL is a content juggernaut, right? Literally, quite quite literally every week, every month, almost of the year. And what drives that more than anything is fantasy football. Who was absolutely electric for fantasy football last year while still being statistically, you know, for a a host of reasons, one of the worst passers we've Mm -hmm. ever seen, Justin Fields. So people love that and they have a hard time. I was saying this to Gibby, like, bifurcating fantasy from real life is really tough for like casual viewers. I think you guys both hit on everything that I was thinking, you know, they didn't make a ton of additions in places where you like grind out wins fields to improve to even like middle of the pack is it's going to be one of the, it's going to be an unprecedented improvement in passing for him to do that. I'm not saying he can't, he's obviously talented. It would be an outlier. Mm -hmm. You're betting against an outlier for him to carry them to more wins. I guess he could run for 200 yards every game. I feel like defenses are just going to be like spying him. I can't imagine that works again all year long. That would be very bizarre. They're minus 200 to miss the playoffs, but they're over under is seven and a half. So again, this is like the opposite of what I was talking about with the lions is where is that? There's like a couple wins that aren't accounted for there. So I think it's an under, but I think you're in a good spot as a bears fan because there's a lot to work with over the next couple of years, either way, like fields could implode and it, it doesn't even matter because you're going to have the capital you need to go get a quarterback anyway. Like yeah. you could have Gibby's guy, Quinn yours right there for you next year. If you end up with like the, fifth no, I'm an Arch Manning guy. I, I'm no, waiting you, love Quinn <laughs> you love him. So I don't know. I think it's an under, but I don't like there'll be, they'll be enjoyable to watch. You're not going to be your normal, like two win bears that you've seen over the last like couple of years. They'll be fun. They'll be, they'll fun. be fun. They'll, they'll be, be fun. We're going to have highlights and, you know, he's done Listen. stuff with a lot worse than Fields, too. Yep. Yeah. Quite, if, yeah if, they're, if they're fun, if they're fun, that's all we can ask for. But if they're bad and they're not fun, 
then are you know what are, are you doing here? And keep in mind, too- Fields is not. I was just going to say, Fields is not Ryan Poles' guy, too. So he could very right. easily see a mediocre kind of season and say, we're going another direction next year, either way. Even if he is halfway decent, it might end up being that way, too. So who knows? Yeah. You might see Fields get traded this year on that topic earlier. <laughs> yeah, it's all like, you know, it's there's a lot out there. It's all possible. Like Fields and Belichick together would be dynamic. Um, oh, very polarizing. How, guy. So it should have been. Yeah. Should have been there originally. Yeah. Should have been uh, San Fran is where he should have been, and then we'd have uh, a conversation. we'd have some, some more. We wouldn't have podcasts then, but no, we uh, wouldn't. No. <laughs> With that being said, uh, we really want to thank um, our sponsors for the Over Under podcast, Sterling Street Brewery, <laughs> out in Western Massachusetts. Um, make sure to try their otherwise. There is trivia night every Wednesday evening at Sterling Street Brewery. So. We're going to flip over to the AFC side of the house and go over their over-unders. Um, at the end, we will do a quick recap. Yeah. Okay, guys, um, we'll see you in a minute. Okay. Is she? All right. Thank you to Sterling Street Brewery uh, yeah. for the, the warm welcome back um, and keeping us energized to get through the AFC. So we're right back at it, um, covering the AFC over unders, we have the AFC North up first, um, and we lost Alex. First yeah. of all, can we say? Can we talk a little bit about Alex now that he's gone? Can we just yeah. say the things that we couldn't? A couple yeah, just go. Only the good things. We save the bad stuff for when he's around. They're, they're all good things. That's the problem. He's, he likes I, to hear it. It's America's best friend for a reason. He doesn't <laughs> yes. just. He didn't just like buy that nickname. It was granted to him, and he earned it. I know it's. Yeah. I would love to try. I would love for someone to try, but um, so fool's the, errand. The AFC North. Um, yum, yum, yum. Let's start at the top. Okay. Drew, uh, Joe Burrow practiced today. He did. He threw some footballs. Cincinnati's at eleven and a half. How are you guys feeling about Cincinnati? If if Cincinnati was ever going to do something this has to be the year right like yeah. burrow's on his contract year they got to figure once they take care of that they got to figure out what to do with jamar higgins, and chase. chase and higgins all these guys irv smith is going to be awesome i think yeah. they're gonna i think they're gonna be really good and then next year they might be a little bit weird so a lot of guys are playing for contracts a lot of playing you know knowing this is gonna be probably the best team they're going to be on for quite a long time i am at 12 Win and a half over. I, I just don't see yep. how they wouldn't be. At 11, this yeah. What is it? 11 and a half or 10 and a half is the number. 10 and a half. Yeah. If they weren't going to have Burrow for the first four weeks, if I felt confident mm-hmm. that he was going to be out for the first four weeks, I think there's probably two games they could lose in there without him. Um, mm-hmm. With him, I think that's the swing. So I'll go over, but honestly, I'm not like uber confident in this team because I don't like the coach. I don't he I don't think he has any idea what he's doing. But I think oh, the talent will just like win itself out. Um they're gonna win games anyway, especially if what he's gonna play. What don't you like about Coach Taylor? <laughs> nice try. You almost baited me. We were uh, before we even started. Um, I hate that he loves Skyline Jilly, this coach Taylor, obviously. Oh, does he? So, yeah. I mean, so that's, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm out. The under. That's what's called a red. It's a red mark. <laughs> so I, I did like some of my predictions before Burrow went down, and then I was like, "How many games can I 
to have them lose. And, um, and I still ended up at like 13. Um, I think and he just shows up in big games. I don't think there's, does anyone have any like question about like it's Mahomes one right now. Mm-hmm. Burrow is two, probably maybe Allen three, you could make a case for some other guys, but like, does that feel right? Like it's, it's Mahomes Burks, and, yeah. and uh, Burrow at some point is going to win a Super Bowl. It, it's not going to be Dan Marino and yeah. we'll get into it in, in a few different episodes, but like, I just think it's so hard to repeat. Um, and I think like this feels like this could be the year for Cincinnati. It's a good team. We don't have to overthink this one, right? Yeah. They'll be fine. Yeah. That's fine. Um, I, I, on their note, guys, if I could just add real quick, their mm-hmm. first six games are against the Browns, the Ravens. That's a loss, maybe. Whatever. That that one's up in the air. But they have the Browns, the Rams, the Titans, the Cardinals, and the Seahawks for the first six. So even if you had a 50% burrow going through the first three weeks of that schedule, I mean, again, You're that's, still a, winning. that's an easy number. Yep. yep. Uh, okay. Baltimore is also a 10 and a half. Maddie, you want to talk about Munkin, I think. Yeah, I love this team. <laughs> Way over. I don't even need to see the schedule to know that this team is. They'll win the division, and they'll probably get 12, 13 wins. Um, healthy Lamar, electric offense. Everywhere Monken goes, that team scores points. The defense is always great. They're well coached. It's You just don't see this team down very often. And they get the benefit this year of not having to play the top team in that division's schedule. Yep. So instead of like, who's their crossover? It's the NFC West, right? Or no, who's their who's their crossover division? Do you know, Gibby, off the top of your head? But um, but whoever it is, it's the second best team in that division, not the best yeah. team. So you know, it's that's either the Seattle or it's, uh, Detroit or uh, Atlanta. Yeah, right yeah. So that's that's a good. So that's a great. I think they're going to be they're going to have a good year. I would. I think I believe I already picked them to make the Super Bowl. From the AFC. Yeah. So no, yeah, I, I could see him going deep. Rick, thoughts about the Ravens? It's a weird team. I don't really have a lot of thoughts. Uh, can Lamar stay healthy? Yeah. Right. If not, That's they seem to be it. just fine. I I'm just rooting for Lamar to be healthy. I want this team to be yeah. good. I mean, I, I mean want the NFL is the NFL's better with a good Ravens team, you know, especially in that division, uh causing mm-hmm. trouble. So yeah, I have the over with those guys. I have eleven in there. Yeah. I know the number could be higher, could be ten, but and I, I, I think like nine is their absolute things go terrible. Um, yeah. And and I think you know eleven is probably right, and and you know thirteen is probably their ceiling. Continuity uh, matters here too. Actually, yeah. the Bengals and Ravens are tied for the highest percentage of returning production in the league. Is that, that, ma- that matters. That matters when it's an organization like this. Like these two teams are going to beat each other up. They're very clearly going to be the two best teams in this division. I think yeah. they'll both. I think so too. Well. I, yep. yeah. And then we get some pesky teams here. We've got the Browns. Nine and a half is their over under. And like, it's really tough to see, you know, two teams win 12 games and then the next one win 10. Um, you know, I, I, so for for that reason, I'm out. No, but for that reason, <laughs> I, had, uh, I had nine um, circled. I think they're really good. They have – I talked about Philadelphia having the best offensive line um, in the last episode, but I think, you know, the Browns are right there with them, and that matters, and their defense is pretty good. I just don't know – I don't trust Watson, like, 
he no. hasn't played a lot of football. He wasn't good last year. Um, no. He hasn't played a lot in the last like three years. And all of a sudden it's going to make sense. Um, I, I don't know. Um, so I've got them penciled in right at nine. They're the no, but Rick was saying it earlier. They're the no, I haven't heard. I've noticed this the other day too. I haven't heard one positive thing out of Brown's camp. I haven't really heard much of anything, but I haven't heard anybody. And this is the time of year that everyone's like, everyone's in the best shape of their life. The team looks fantastic. They're going to win a hundred games and there's nothing coming out of Cleveland. So that worries me a little bit, especially in a division like this, where the schedule is not easy. They've got some tough games up and down this thing. So I think um, under for me there, I don't think they're winning 10 games. Yeah, no. And, and credit where it's due there. I think when you said that, it got in my head. <laughs> All the teams yeah. that I wasn't hearing anything right. about. We inceptioned each other. Pretty yeah. much. And I have them down for six. This team's going to underachieve all over the board, and they're going to yep. be terrible. The Browns gave away their future for a quarterback that had no business playing football ever again. So I inherently kind of root against it. But nothing seems to be working out. And uh, when you have a management team that prioritizes those kind of things, not the worst case to uh, root for a six-win team. So, yeah, way under. <laughs> yep. The flip side of that, I think, is the other team left is the Steelers. I think they're like, you know, Tomlin's one of the best coaches in the league. Pickett mm-hmm. showed that he can play. He definitely made some strides. They've got great weapons around them. They can run the ball. they got two great running backs. Defense is always pesky. People have kind of counted them out. No one's really paying too much attention to them. They're going to have a nice, soft schedule because of where they finished. They've looked good all preseason. I think they I think they'll end up I think these two teams, I think Vegas has it flopped. I think that Pittsburgh should be the nine and a half over under and Cleveland should be the eight and a half. And I think I would still take Pittsburgh even if it was nine and a half, but I definitely think they're winning nine games. I think this is a classic like nine, ten win team. They sneak in as like a seven seed, six, seven I- seed. Agree completely. I wanted to be like, oh, Pittsburgh's finally going to lose, you know, 10 games. And they're not, they're just not built for it. Tomlin never will, like you said. And, um, and pickets look great. And their offensive line, we talked about it last year. I remember like was an absolute abject disaster. Yep. It's not awesome this year, but it's better. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think they're, they're a nine win team. Yep, I think so too. Easy one. All right, that wraps up the North. Nice tidy conference or division. Where are you going uh, next, Gibby? South or West? Or do we go East? I mean, go East. I have a lot of Let's notes. Yeah. I have a lot of notes on the East. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with Buffalo. Ten and a half. Rick, your Buffalo thoughts. I have my 12. Again, this team just does everything well, and there's going to be a lot more close games this year. I could easily see them winning 11-10 and still thriving in the playoffs. So that being said, looking at the schedule, 12's totally done. And Irv Smith is kind of like my sleeper of the year in that particular position. But not a lot to say about him. They just do everything right. They look. I, I mentioned it in the, uh, the Bears recap already. When their starters came out, it barely looked like they were even trying. They didn't need to think. They were just executing. And uh, they did it for a couple of series. And then watching the rest of the preseason around the league, you got guys just struggling, you know, first string out there trying to figure it out. So these guys are already way ahead of the curve. They'll be real good. There's not a lot else to say. Yeah. 
I don't have a ton to say. He, I'm going to take a page out of AB's book. They're a good team. They so, play well. I think there's like there's a general, at least the sense I get around New England is there's like this sense that like oh Buffalo is going to have a down year. They're they're done because they didn't make it to the Super Bowl the last couple of years and like they're still the same team that was the favorite last year and they might have gotten a little bit better and a little bit healthier. Um, mm-hmm. You know, their, their safety duo is fantastic. And, you know, I, I poured over depth charts all summer when I'm trying to like, okay, what, what can I do to, you know, get into football and think about like what, what teams are going to excel. And I just kept looking at sort of the same way I looked at Philadelphia. Like they have their front seven, their offensive line's not nearly as good, but their front seven is starting it in every single locker. Um, they're yeah. they're the number ones. Um, and and that's like 10 deep or 12 deep. Like so they just have so much depth, they can survive injuries. Um, and and I think they're well coached. I think they're there's I think there's a premature, oh, they're gonna have a down year. I think there's like the mm-hmm. the backlash to Josh Allen not getting to the championship game last year. Um but yep. uh Miami's mm-hmm. interesting. Oh this is this so I'm over, so many ways. You are okay. what are they? Um you're over on Buffalo, you're saying I'm over on Buffalo. I've got them at twelve. I was I talked myself down from thirteen. Okay, where are you with Miami? Miami, I am over. Um they're nine and a half and I am over. I'm at eleven. That's going to require a win over your Denver Broncos. And I think that happens. Yeah. I mean, if Tua is healthy all year, way over. They'll blow through the over. I think it's. I think there's like a win or two baked into the fact that if he goes down again, he's probably done. And then they've got Mike White in there who, you know, he's basically yeah. Drew Locke. So it's, you know, not to. Or do they rubs. trade? Oh, there's the trade. There's, there's your the trade. trade. They, why have one Drew Locke when you can have two? You know the old saying, if you've got two Drew Locks, you've got no quarterback. Um, This one's pretty easy. If he's healthy all year, they're going to blow through this over, and they'll be a team that contends to win the conference. They've, they're have they loaded everywhere. Their defense, offense, the whole team is loaded. So it's literally quite it's the easiest eval. If he's healthy, they're going to win. If he's not healthy, they will not win games. It's going to be that simple. They're going to go as he goes. So the key is, do you think he will be healthy? I mean, Brandon Cooks. Because I don't know if we we we, we I, I wrote Brandon I don't Cooks know who off, he right? Like we wrote Brandon Cooks off for all those concussions, yeah. and we figured he wouldn't play, and he's been fine for a few years. So <clears> would, <throat> him him not getting another concussion would be betting on an outlier because of just how many he's had and how right. susceptible that makes you. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see him healthy. I'd love to see them be healthy and see what they can do for a full year with him, like not banged up. I don't know. Injuries are tough, man. I don't bet on them either way. I don't factor injuries into anything I do with fantasy sports. Like you just can't because we don't know unless it's a case like this where it's like it's happening. There's a, there's a lot of evidence. Like yeah. So you're an over here or an under here? I'm an over here, and I'm gonna pre- I'm gonna predict that he'll um, play the whole season because that's what I want okay. to happen. I I think he he misses two games um, or portions of two games. But not mm-hmm. concussion wise. Like, yep. um, he's he's taking jujitsu. He, yeah, he's learned to fall. He knows how to fall. Yeah, he's a faller now. He's, he's got a faller. He put on some. He put on some masks. Yeah, I mean, I am gonna bet the under. I just don't think he or it's not just gonna be on Tua. By the way, I mean these guys are. 
extremely talented, but at the same time, a little thin on offense because just one of those pieces going down has a direct result on the other, right? Could be Hill that goes down, which takes pressure on Tua. He sits there longer, gets quicker. You know, there's there's just a lot that we're riding on on uh, one particular position. So I don't think it's going to happen. I have him at eight, although I'm rooting for it. I'm the biggest Mike McDaniel guy. You guys yep. heard me last He's year saying I wish the Bears would have hired him. Yep. I love him yep. so much. You and him. I want him to yep. succeed. Yep. It's just, you, I don't think it's going to happen. Did you see the oh, calls but there was asked, a they, they asked them for Waddle and more for Taylor. Oh, God. So I had that about the Colts. They're out of their mind. Gone. They're totally fried. I'm very worried about that franchise. And then in by proxy Richardson now, because I don't trust what's going on over there. If that's like they have botched this situation end to end, Mm -hmm. like totally end to end. Um, Yeah. I mean, we'll get there in a second, but yeah, that was wild when I saw that today. That's like insane. It was complete insanity. Yeah. Waddle's a a superstar. Like he's a, he's a number one receiver. Untradeable. But yeah, you don't Mm -hmm. trade unless like is demanding. 25 million he can't yeah. demand that for two yeah. and a half more years yeah um it's insane and he don't might know. even be worth that at that point for a running back a office. non-premium position that right. they don't care about like it's insane. Can't play yeah. four yeah. weeks and um yeah yeah rick uh, have you watched all of hard knocks i watched two episodes i'm proud to say are you planning to make it through all of them i don't know i, I don't what, what's your heart saying Maybe. about the the jets this year they're going to win 11 games. Yeah, I think they and are. You can't really, it's, it's a weird thing to, to talk about to, or a lot of these guys we've talked about in terms of them being healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I, Favre is not going to be like a top 10 quarterback by any means, but he's going to be consistent enough. <laughs> right, enough Favre. I looked at my notes cause I did the whole Favre. I, I did the, got, uh, yeah, the reliving, the reliving, the, the reliving the Favre. It, the same I know, exact thing. I know. It's, it's decided to go the far route, and, and he. The, the point I was eventually trying to arrive at was he might be sitting there under a giant lineman ending his career in like week four because he's not physically That's... equipped to, uh, to to be out there. But they're still really good, and I think even with their third backup, they might be just fine. It's a yeah. pump and dump kind of team. So no, I have them at eleven. They should be just fine. Uh, if they're not, it's going to be hilarious. I just on every level though. If they can't win nine games at least. So Sean Payton went after him um a little bit, like obviously with Hackett, which after watching Hard Knocks, I understand why. Like the mm-hmm. guy is turkey. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Yeah, he's a, he you know, he's a quarterback coach, probably shouldn't even be an offensive, you know, uh coordinator. Rogers is the offensive coordinator this year. He was. We'll see you what happens see next year. You can yeah. see it. It runs through Rogers, who you know, I it, it felt that my notes were uh, Rogers in Hard Knocks felt like Tom Cruise filming Maverick. With like someone's doing a scene, and Tom Cruise is like, no, 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 let me get in this one. I'll run this one. This is gonna be good. Yeah, <laughs> but he honestly, seems like he should be he should be running their Twitter account. That's it. I, you know, I you know. just don't know with these shows either, because like they 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 put the show out to look a certain way. We don't know what's yeah. going on in production. We don't know like how much influence he has over what's going on. And then how yeah, little of that. Was he... Yeah. We don't know. Like... I wanted to hang out with Rogers. He was my favorite player in the world. Um, yeah. And yeah. So 
I, but I have the the Jets over. I have them at, at twelve. I think they're just they're too talented on defense. Even if it's Zach Wilson, they probably should have won eight games last year, and they won seven. And you know that's Rogers is the difference between eight and twelve or eleven. So, um, and then they got better at other positions too. They have more veteran leadership than they did. Um, yeah. in previous years. So yeah. that's it for the Jets. HBO yeah. took care of them for us. Yep. They'll, go, mm-hmm. they'll probably go over. It's a good team. It's a good team. It's not just Rogers. It's not like he's the savior. No, he showed up. Right? It's a they're they're they've got guys all over the place. So um this Patriots schedule is pretty brutal. Uh, it's it's not a good bet because even last year without you know anything going well for them. So it's six still, and a half is the over under. Yeah, they won games, but like I'm looking at the schedule and it definitely looks tough. But I just, I think people are probably carrying over how bad that offense looked into just this year. It's a totally different scenario. So we, I don't know. I'm not saying they're going to be a top five offense. They're definitely not going to be one of the worst. Not Bill O'Brien knows how to run an offense. Shanahan was going to take Mac Jones. He was literally going to take him to be his guy to just like distribute. So like if, but the problem is they don't have any weapons. They have like no guys that scare anybody so i think they are going to try to win games like 16 to 10 and they're going to lean on the defense and they're going to try to establish the run i don't know how that wins them a ton of games if you told me they went six and 11 i would believe it if you told me they went eight and nine i would believe it i don't really know how to bet this either way six and a half just seems like a really low number for a a belichick coach team agreed rick do you want to go and then i'll i'll spew He's going to do it. Uh, quick question. Did did they sign another quarterback today, or are they going to just call out? Oh, I don't even know. They, they, brought, they brought Zappy and Cunningham back. They're, they're yeah, but, playing gymnastics with it. Yeah. I don't know what but on, on, on on Sunday On Sunday morning, are, is Belichick just going to randomly call one of the two up for the active roster? <laughs> like, what's, what's yes. the plan here? I, I don't know if – this might be controversial, but I don't – know if Belichick's a good uh, an elite coach obviously he's a good coach but I don't know if he has either the interest or the skill to turn this into a real team and uh it's looking at evidence for the past year um I'm not sure we have enough to work with so I'm for two wins oh, wow. less than Gibby potentially oh my gosh I thought that was gonna be hard on them <laughs> two wins there I went through that in I went I went through that entire schedule, and I forget who the two were against. Did they play Denver at all? Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> nice! You got me so happy and then upset all in like thirty seconds. What a what a roller coaster you two have! Look at you two <laughs> having a nice time playing pickleball with each other, just having a blast. Um, They'll be bad. So, I, I don't know anything else though. Um, I have some thoughts. They had, I, I bet. probably the worst offensive coordinator, like experience that we've seen the last five years since Uh people have been measuring like every single little detail of, you know, uh, every data analytic (laughs) measurable that's out there. Um, Yes. You know, Bill O'Brien is an improvement. Bill O'Brien also um, never had an offense that was better than 17th in DVOA as a head coach. Yeah. So I think like there's there's this narrative in New England that like Billy O'Brien, he's the savior. He runs everything perfectly. Like he's the, the most amazing offense coordinator in the world. I know he wasn't running the entire offense in Houston, 
I also know he had Tom Brady and Randy Moss and Wes Welker and Dante Stallworth when like his, you know, stock was at its highest. So mm-hmm. I think he's a good coach. I think he's going to be a massive improvement. Um, but to your point, Maddie, I don't think they have the weapons and any depth on the offensive line to win enough games against a really, really talented division. And that's mm-hmm. it. Like it's, I think, and yep. I was telling Rick off camera too, I was like, if they're in the NFC North or if they're in the NFC South, they're playing for a division title. I think they're yep. that talented on defense. I think they're probably in like the seventh best defense in the league range. Um, and and so I wanted to say five and 12, and I thought I was going to be really harsh. Um, no. But I looked through the schedule again and again. And I have them at seven wins. So there, I had the original over under at, at seven and a half. It's down to six and a half. I have them over, which might be the biggest shock of the off season. Wow. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I I already typed in under for you. So let me change that. It's over six and a half. Yeah. I yeah. wanted to do it so badly. Logically, it's it's as I said, it's tough. You can go either way with it, but and, and I I agree. I I think they're being a, a logical human being. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. they're anywhere from their their floor is right around six. Their ceiling, I don't think, is any higher than ten. And I think yeah. ten is mm-hmm. um, okay. All right, that's enough, Patriots. We don't need to talk about them any more right. than that. Thank you. Um, yeah. uh, can we go on for a bit about them? I don't think anybody <laughs> wants to hear that. <laughs> you're the you're the only one that cares. I know. I care. I care way too much. Way more. You shouldn't care more than the actual fans of the team. Oh, I do. It's so hard. I know, and that's why I just don't want you to set yourself up for disappointment. Like uh, I, <laughs> if for posterity, though, Alex did record his over. Alex recorded. Yeah, he said over. Yeah, said over. So right. I'm in lockstep with Alex. Um, okay. All right, let's go to, to the, the AFC South. Yeah, Jacksonville. We're leading off with Jacksonville. I mean, I love this team. I loved them last year. Yeah. I picked Tell them last year. I picked them last year to win the. I mean, they've added a fantastic receiver. Number one makes that offense even more dynamic. Mm-hmm. They got a great one-two punch at running back now, and the defense is a year more experienced and kind of with it. So nine and a half doesn't scare me off. I think they're a ten-win team. This one feels pretty easy to me. I think they'll. I think they'll yeah. get over. Yeah. Two games against Tennessee, Indy, and Houston. Yep. Yep, that's they're coming away with four, if not five, wins there, right? Yep. yep, that's half of what they need. So that one, this one feels pretty easy to me actually, because this division is like not not all that scary. I have them at twelve wins, um, yep. and I think I might be short um, there too. Trevor Lawrence MVP odds. What are those? Where do we have? Uh, hold on, I'll look for them. And it seems like they're having fun too. You can yes. kind of tell, like. You know, Doug Peterson's talking about like, oh, we're keeping Trevor. Oh, wow. We're not waving Trevor Lawrence. Like, interesting. You know, they're they're starting to turn the corner and like, okay, we're we believe in ourselves a little bit. Fifteen hundred yeah. tie with Lamar for the fifth best odds. Oh, I wish there Sixth. were six. Uh, yeah. I was hoping that was a little bit juicier, but yeah, now people are in on them. It's everybody's over. Everybody I know, knows Jackson. I know. Yeah, um, Tennessee. Feels like the walls are crumbling there. Like, yeah, you know, is Tannehill traded? Is is Derrick Henry traded? Or like, 
what are you going to get for Henry at this point though? Right. Like fifth round pick. Um, I yeah. just, I, I feel like Vrabel is like, and I think Vrabel's a really good coach in game, not necessarily like building the roster and, and everything, yeah. but I think like his game strategy and game plan puts them in position to win games. And that's why I think the same thing with Belichick, like not that he came from that tree, but you know, same sort of philosophy, like stay in games and let's see what we can make happen. And we're going to be better in, you know, situational football. But I think um, there's just like, why did DeAndre Hopkins sign there? I know. Why not go to Buffalo? Why not go to like the Chiefs? Like I do know. something fun for yourself. The money I wasn't mean, even that different. I know. Um, there's seven and a half. I have them under at six. I, I think it's just, we're going to see a lot of Levis, Willis and like by week eight or nine, it's, it's not going to look pretty. Yeah. I don't have a lot to say about him either. I think it's, this is the year that the wheels kind of like they come off. I think great Vabral will be looking for a new job and he'll find one. Cause I think he is a good coach. He's a good motivator. He's a good leader. Yep. Um, but yeah, I don't see any reason to be optimistic about this team. This, uh, this kind of feels like another shadow tank. Yeah. The Minnesota situation. They just didn't do a whole lot to try to improve the team and yeah. signing a guy like, you know, signings, uh, like DeAndre are ones that look good on paper, makes it look like you're doing something when in reality you're not moving forward at all. So it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if these guys are completely fine with four or five wins at the end of the day. So it's, it's yep. a hard under. Yep. They did get Skaronsky though. They did. Well, that's a, that's a few, that's, that's a three year yeah. move right there. Yep. 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 Um, yep. Build up never... the, the trenches. Um, Houston. Yep. Six or six point five? Is that what it is? Yeah, six point five. I haven't looked at the schedule, but it's a big ask for a brand new setup. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is categorically one of those fun bad situations. It's a young team, a ton of talent, a lot of really good stories like Mechie coming back and everyone else. So, if they win six, but they look good doing it or look like they got some stuff in the hopper then I think that's probably the best case situation for these guys. I'm an under for that reason. I'm at six, but if they get a, a little bit above. I'm happy to lose. I'm an under. Exactly. Five. Same, same. I'm an under, but I could talk myself into eight wins on the schedule. If <laughs> like things break, right. They're just, yeah, you're right. You nailed it. Right. They're going to be fun. Bad. I, I yeah. wouldn't be shocked. This is one of those teams that just wouldn't shock me. Um, if they do go over, but I would not bet the over. I wish seven. they drafted like a number one wide receiver. There weren't a ton in this draft, but like no. that would be a lot of fun because Mechie could be a really fun number two, yeah. number three. Yeah. Um, and yeah. great story. Like he reminded me when he was at Alabama of like Emmanuel Sanders. I was like, always yeah. open, um, you know, always like moving the sticks. He's not like big play guy necessarily, but um, yeah, I like Houston and Will Anderson. Um, just plug in rookie of the year for the defense rookie of the year for Will Anderson. He's, yeah, those guys always win. Yeah. He's a menace. And then Jordan yep. Davis in Philly isn't going to play enough snaps in no. stats. Will Anderson is going to have 10 or 11. Um, yeah. I'm just upset they don't have their their own pick for next year Like, because that would yeah. be fun. Then it's like, oh, can they go get Marvin Harrison Jr. next yeah. year? That's why people aren't as excited about them in Carolina because they, you know, they gave a lot. You're going to have to, but they have cap space. So don't, they right. have cap space. And no, the one thing that you can find are receivers. You can find solid receivers in free agency because those yeah. guys tend to get there. So yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I, 
I, I was saying earlier, like to pivot over to Indy, I'm like less confident in that setup over there now. And I actually like Richardson. I think he has a shot to make it, but I'm very concerned about how they're handling everything right now. How much to your point about fields, like people not being able to separate fantasy from mm-hmm. reality in terms of like Richardson, if he starts every game, like, you know, he's going to run for 75 yards a game. Um, yep. And he'll probably throw for 150 to 200 and a, a couple late touchdowns here and there. Like he's going to put up fantasy points, like, but maybe he's not good yet. And, and maybe he has the skill set to get there, but like, how concerned are you about Richardson too? What are your feelings about him for this year? There's no expectation. So I have no concerns. I think the things that he needs to improve are not the same things that fields needs to improve. Um, Richardson actually has pretty good pocket awareness. He takes no sacks, um, which yeah. is the opposite of. So they're different guys, right? I know we all like. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not saying you're doing that. Yeah, I think um, this is there. It's a shadow tank situation here too, but they're like past the tank. They're just they're fine with not winning a bunch of games, which is why it's even dumber they didn't trade Taylor, get whatever <laughs> was being offered, yeah. and just like let him have a full season of no pressure, learn, play figure yeah. out some stuff, win four or five games, end up with another top 10 pick, get yourself a stud of some capacity, but they just seem to be doing it wrong. And I'm worried that yeah. that will, because quarterback progression is not linear. Almost always is tied to the situation. Coach, Great. GM, Great. it's always that, right? So I mean, see Drew Locke. Exactly. See Drew Locke. Yeah, <laughs> literally the number one. I've seen too much Drew Locke. We all need to see more. So, I'm going under uh, six and a half. They're not winning seven games. No, I, I hope they more. don't. I hope they don't ruin Richardson because I really do think he could be he could be good if they if he gets the right type yep. of development. But I'm a, I'm a little concerned over there. I'm I'm skeptical. Yeah, Rick, what do you think? And the Bears actually, I... before you even get there, the Bears yeah. were one of the rumor teams. I know everyone talks about yeah. the Dolphins anytime we're yeah. back, but. Um, the Bears were one of the rumored teams because of all the cap space they have. They and they drafted him next year. And yeah. like, what were what were your thoughts? And you're like, oh, do I want um, Jonathan Taylor? Yeah, I mean, look, if it's a situation where Poles isn't giving up another, like, if he's not giving up two one again for the guy or a first, yep. if it was affordable, hundred percent. But I just don't think from what we're seeing. And he was being yeah. realistic for what they were asking for. So it was never going to happen. And if it did, it meant the Bears are getting, you know, raked over the Colts with whatever they paid for it. So it would have been cool. It would have been good. I and mean, there was a lot of rumors early on about uh, uh, having Saquon come to Chicago if he couldn't come yeah. to an agreement either. So there, a lot of those big back rumors were out there. Um, yeah. It would have been cool, but I think they're fine. They'll be fine. Ro- Roshan's going to be a beast for them in the next couple yeah. of years. But yeah. as of right now, Indy. Actually, as of an hour before we get out here, Indy has three active wide receivers on their entire roster. I saw that. Roster. Yeah. It's Josh Downs. Cr- it's crazy. It's almost criminal to get a guy like Richardson in there. And, you know, the, the Bears in that same kind of parallel had some weapons. They just had a horrible line. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure that. He has a decent line. Like, yeah. He it's does. The, it's the, it's down the total opposite. The biggest indicator of change, and not to just bring the Bears back up, but to parallel the Fields thing we talked about earlier, the biggest takeaway that we had with Fields last year was 
he's good at it, but he shouldn't be running as much. So yeah. to know that because of the inherent risk, you know, if he got hurt multiple times, he should have been hurt way more than he was, quite frankly. Yeah. As an indie fan, you can't go into a season saying, we want what Fields did. You know, we don't care yeah. how he's going to throw. We want him to run all over the field. That's yeah. a strategy that's going to end up hurting you, uh, yeah. both in the short and the long term. So I it'll agree. Institutionally, they have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It'll it's, be messy. It's, it's, it's an under for me, though, either way. It, yep, it, same. I, I think that's the only team that can compete with uh, Arizona for the first Ah, round. incorrect. There's another team, and we're about to touch on them right now. The Raiders. Oh, interesting. Very, oh, very. Okay. I was getting nervous, Maddie. The No, no, no. The Raiders, the Cardinals, the Raiders. The Cardinals and the Raiders are in a – I think they're in a tier of their own as the two worst teams. I think the Raiders, it could get ugly there real quick. It could get bad. Nothing good coming out. Jimmy G's not very good. They don't have a lot of good he, skill. How Defense many games does bad. Jimmy G play? And their backup is Aiden – O'Connell, who I don't know that he's better than Clayton Toon in Arizona. Um, like that's that's what's concerning for me for the Raiders. And also Josh McDaniels. Oh, I have a question for you. Yes. Who would you rather have if you're a Raiders fan as the head coach? Oh good. Josh McDaniels. Or Rich Basaccia. Passaccia. It was going to be anybody, honestly, except for Hackett. If you said Hackett, I would have had to stick with McDaniels, but I think I'd take Passaccia. I think I would too. Leader of men. Yep. Um, was going to win no, the you're, you're, four games you're last year. Devontae Adams. <laughs> yeah. You're all just horribly wrong. Yeah. Passaccia is the guy. Passaccia is the guy. No, yeah. Vegas, Vegas, I'm telling you right now, obviously under. Everybody here should be under, right? Six and a half. Yeah. It's seven. seven was it? Yeah, six and a half. They're not even gonna. Five. They're good. They, they could lose all six division games, very easily. I mean, they're definitely going to lose. They to should KC twice. Yes. They, yeah. So, and the rest of this they might beat the Broncos points. once. Um, maybe. Sure. Either way, we struggle against them. We blow up potential on many levels. There. Yep. They it could get ugly. That's another Kyler destination. That's a potential Kyler landing like spot. That. Vegas, they don't care about the money. They'll take him. They yep. can make him the face oh, of the franchise. Mark Davis gets all excited. Mark Davis and his bowl cut, stoked <laughs> to have a guy. He doesn't have to go draft I'm, one, so that's all. I'm really fascinated by this Kyler could go here talk. I don't think anyone wants Kyler. Who's going to trade for Kyler? Well, they'll take Kyler over nothing. And and the cap is, well, is not going to be... Are those the options? It's, it's not yeah. going to be crazy in terms of the cap. It's going to be like $35 million, which... Sounds like a lot, but that's 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 quarterback money. Bad. That's starting quarterback. Yeah. yeah, he's gone. Um, He'll be gone. They're not going to keep him there while they they're going to draft. Williams and then it's only like a two year commitment to him too. And then yeah, you can exactly. figure out okay, can we no, change Vegas? Vegas is going to get ugly in Vegas. It's going to get ugly in Arizona. Yeah. And then we've got a couple teams above that, like we talked about: Indy, who knows? Tennessee, who knows? Um, you know, Rams are in that. There's like tiers of suck. Yeah. I think those two are on their own. Vegas and the Raiders are going to. Okay. So I have Indian in the Cardinals, but Vegas was sneaking in there. Um, and I was trying not to be a homer because of how much I dislike <laughs> Daniels. No. no. Is it, uh, Schedule's tough too, anyway. They, they, it's they, a really tough schedule because they finished third in the division. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they're playing, and, and that's the biggest problem with some of these AFC teams. Yeah, they're playing like the third best team in the division. Like that's the Jets, you know, like is, or they're playing the Jets anyway. I'm sorry. 
uh, I think that's Baltimore or Cleveland. Like, are you beating those teams? Like, I, I don't think so for Vegas. And their defense, they still haven't figured out. They drafted, like, two strength, which I don't mind um, on the defensive line. I can't think of uh, the, the guy's name. But um, their defensive line is good, but they still don't have a cornerback. And they, you know, um, are are going to struggle. Um, Wait, are you talking about the Raiders right now? Yeah, the Raiders. Oh, Raiders. there's nothing that needs to be said about that team. You hate that yeah. team, and it's warranted. <laughs> like, McDaniels is not a good coach. We've learned that now. It's yeah. obvious. There's a lot of things that you have every right to be salty about, but an objective outsider just looking at that situation, it's a nightmare. So um, they stink, for sure. Okay. Let's go to Kansas City. Ooh. What is there over? I didn't even. Is it? It's 11 and a half. You could make it 14 and still in. Yeah. I don't see how they. And they're so good. They got to get Chris Jones signed. They're good everywhere else, though. And they'll they'll get. They'll pay him. It's too good of a team. And everybody's worried about. How do you guys feel about the. hmm? The the Kellen Moore hiring. Sorry, Matty. I thought you were done there. Kellen Moore where? And. And. the Chargers? No, the Chargers. He, Didn't you say oh, the Chiefs? I, I said the Chiefs. Yeah, sorry. I thought. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought I missed it. Um, I mean, but it's the Chiefs. This is easy. They're going over. It's eleven and a half. It's almost as easy as the Vegas one. The under. Right? Yeah, I think like just hammer my my ideas are hammer on Kansas City at eleven and a half. Yep. Um, Philadelphia at eleven and a half, and San Francisco ten and a half, and those are three of the best teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, um, yeah, as long as Mahomes is there, they're going to win 12 games or more. Yep. Easy. And it's also Sky Moore season. Uh, GM came out today, said that Rice and um, Justin Ross are going to be, in quotes, package players. And they're expecting big things from Sky Moore, and he's going to be on the field the entire game. And Mahomes trusts him. So I'm not saying he's going to be like overall wide receiver one because that offense really doesn't run there. But if right. Kelsey break, Kelsey breaks down a little bit, he's a guy that can kind of do a bunch they of stuff. Want to save him. Like the Patriots yeah. did in the Rams Super Bowl. They saved yep. Gronkowski. And yep. I remember Bill Simmons, and I've mentioned him like three times this week, but like um it was like, okay, we're only taking this car out on Sundays. Like yep. Yep. it's it's kind and of it's, the same thing with Kelsey at this point. And like year two of a receiver too. Andy Reid does right. not play rookie receivers. He never does. He never has. Yep. Like he, he never ever has. He makes them earn it for yep. a full year and he's gonna do it again with Rice and he's gonna do it with Ross and he's gonna play MBS, Sky Moore, and you're gonna see some weird Justin Watson spike weeks, and Kelsey's yep. gonna get his, and uh, Mahomes will just Brady used to do this too. They yeah. had guys like Javar Gaffney and like no names, and he would just throw for a million Jay yards Paul because he's Lord. exactly. So yeah. I'm not, I mean, I just think the second year, like everybody forgot. Plus he's a early declare receiver from a non-power yeah. conference that never happens. Like he's good at football. He's not going to be an alpha number one guy like Justin Jefferson, but yeah. I think he's, he's going to be, he's going to make plays. He's going to make plays. I, I wish we weren't a year in advance or ahead on this guy that we I think Maddie, you and I both made. We were, we were, and pretty still, significant investments yeah. in him. Yeah, but if you, you know, I you keep him, you still get to reap those rewards. And I think this year is the year that people are going to be like, you know, they buried him, and I don't. Oh think it's, shoot! Yeah, yeah, I dropped him. I should have kept him in fantasy. Yeah, it's easier um, to do in like a dynasty league like we have, Rick, because it's like I just park him right because I 
you know, some of it is like, I don't want to go down without a fight. Oh yeah. There, no, I also just believe in him as a player. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. In yeah. dynasty, even in redraft weeks, he had a, we'll say an artificially high level of expectation. I think. Yep. 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 Agree. Agree. Um, the okay. Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Chargers. One of the hardest <laughs> in football. The, the team I was so excited David. to skip over. <laughs> I am yeah, you were. With something on purpose. Um, yeah. Staley, yeah. Staley McDaniels are probably the two hottest seats that I can think Staley of. Staley McDaniels sounds like a really bad... Uh, law firm? Like, like, no, not law firm. It sounds like a really bad like HVAC company or something. Or like a carpet cleaner. <laughs> Staley McDaniels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Staley... Like... He is getting called out by literally every professional. Darren Sproles was called He's out. He's bad at his Darren job. Darren Sproles. I didn't know you were part of the media now. And all of a sudden, his first like appearance is just calling out Brandon Staley. Mm-hmm. And he has no connection to the Chargers. But no. um, I yeah, know you I, two are both known Herbert haters. I, so... Um, can we all agree that Staley's not a good coach? Let's start there. Yeah, he doesn't we'll know what he's there. doing. He's we'll frequently, frequently overmatched, right? Um, despite what you may or may not think about Herbert, he's only shown that he's a really good quarterback who is not quite at the top elite tier yet. He's a, he's a tier below. He's not in with the Mahomes and the Burrows, but there's no way you could put him lower than that. Like the only time we've seen bad quarterback play for him was last year when he busted a rib and had to play through it. And like, it's so, so no matter what, like all we have to go off of on Herbert is that he's really good and they're loaded. At the skill positions, I don't know anything about the defense. Do you guys like what's their defense situation? Um, so my notes were Herbert is really good, and I hate to admit it, but I still have them <laughs> one in sixteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I figured. So you're out. I haven't looked at the schedule to be it's honest. Super so. rational. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, they have a tougher schedule than than obviously the Charger or the uh, Raiders or the Broncos, but one, um, two, three. They're still. They're still real, like they're talented enough. The problem is they have the wrong Bosa. He gets hurt way too much, and Khalil Mack has fallen off a cliff. Like I'm going under. I just looked at the schedule. It's, yeah, they don't, have, it's, they don't have ten wins on that schedule. I don't think it's nine and a half. I I actually went over. I think yes. Yeah. Um, I think they finished with nine wins, nine and eight. I, I think that's about right. Um, I don't know. Yep. Rick Basakia, any uh, ideas <laughs> <laughs> on the Chargers? I think there's a lot of analytics out there to support my opinion that Herbert is potentially overrated. However, that doesn't make him not good. It's good. Yeah. But to the point that was made earlier, is he top three, top four? No. Not yet. I think not yet. perception-wise, there's something up there. This is the year. Trevor Lawrence. Like, him and Trevor Lawrence, yep. who's going to do the next thing? Yep. Yep, they're both needing to take a leap from this point. They're good. They're great, but not elite. They need to make a leap to elite, and I think both of them could do it. We'll see. Great. But they're not there yet. They're not there yet. Yeah, there's, it's there's time. Uh, I, I, on my notes, I had Herbert's, uh, what was it here? The expected points added plus completion percentage. You can get into that really advanced stuff, but he a lot of his stats are in line with like where Cousins is, where it's just... I love how Cousins is just the guy. Cousins is is like he's generic. He is like the create a player, eighty-five overall Madden. Like he is the guy. His whole aura is just like the basic dude. He's gonna make a. We're gonna look back. 
Yeah. He's going to start a fire in the backyard with the kids. Uh-huh. He's going to gonna lose a playoff exactly game, go home and take care of being a dad somehow when everybody else would be, like, destroying things. Like, yeah, he goes yeah. to bed right at 10.30. He's the guy, though. Everybody goes there. Like, he is the bellwether. If you are above – there's a new stat. We're creating it right now. Above Cousins and below Cousins. AC, BC. <laughs> if you're below Cousins, you're not a good quarterback. If you're above, above Cousins, you're great or elite. That's literally it. He it. is – he is the median I love as it. of now. Yeah. Yep. I, I think yep. also. And, and that, and, yeah. How are you doing today? It's it's like, oh, I had a week. I had a weekend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, just I'm below cousins right now. He's just but every man. Yeah. You're doing great. <laughs> if you're like, I'm doing all the right things. My wife is happy with me. You're above cousins. You're cool and you're AC. Exactly. It's no harder than yeah. that. Well, Gibby, we've it's arrived. It's not a bad thing. It's time. It's time. Right. It's time. So here's how we're going to do this. Yes, I'm going to go. Rick's going to go. And then we're going to set a timer and we're going to give you two minutes to give us your entire packaged okay. up Broncos soliloquy for the season. I have thoughts. Um, I have quick thoughts. Peyton's a good coach. He knows how to motivate. I think Russ is definitely not a good quarterback anymore, but might be able to serviceably just get the ball out. He just lost one of his best weapons for what it appears to be six to eight weeks from what I'm hearing. Like he's, he breaks, he's made a glass. So like, he's going to be out a little bit. I think they'll run the ball really well. They'll move the ball. They've got a good defense. It feels like a team that is going to finish at eight, nine wins. I don't know how to bet this eight and a half. I think you're getting a, a win bump for Peyton, if not two, just because he is proven that he's a great coach. So my bet would be the under, but I think they land right at eight. I think it's a good number. I think Vegas did a good job with it. I think it's a, it feels very Patriots-y. Honestly, we're tied. I think we're tied at the hip with those two teams. It's the situations feel like very similar. So under, but not by much. Eight, eight win team, I think. I said the exact same thing. Eight wins. Uh, I don't, think rah-rah coaching really makes teams better from a maximization of talent perspective. Otherwise, yep. like Detroit would be a better team, for example. So you can be that coach as much as you want to, but you're limited by what you got on the field. And they are extremely thin, and, you know, still closer to the rebuild than they are the other side of it at this point. Yep. So that being said, they're still talented. They're well coached. They're going to get in that eight range. And if yep. it's better, you know, I, I think uh, the next speaker will, uh, will be pleasantly I, surprised. I Yep. Um, All right, Gibby, are you ready for your two minutes? They start now. You're clocking me. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not as concerned about the Judy injury. Um, okay. There's a reason he didn't go on the pop list, and yep. they only kept three other receivers, including yep. three, four, including Judy. Um, so that tells me it's not as serious, and he's back probably week two or week three um, when things start to get real. Um, okay. And uh, I I agree with you about Russ. I don't think he's an elite quarterback anymore. I think he's probably BC below Cousins. Yeah. Um, but I think there will be weeks where he's above Cousins, and I think that Sean Payton's smart enough to put him in the right situations. The thing that encourages me the most about Payton is not necessarily the raw raw stuff. And I think everyone handled that. You know, him calling out Hackett perfectly. I think him calling out Hackett and what a disaster was took the heat off of Russ for a second and like yep. it's dirt on everyone's hand and it's on him now. He's, he's the leader in the room. And I think Roger saying like, don't do that ever again. Um, mm-hmm. Was the one right minute thing warning. One minute warning. I know. 
Um, yeah. So you're doing I think, great. You're doing great. No, but I think <laughs> um, I think Peyton's like the other thing that he did was say that basically stay the hell off social media. You've seen yep. Russell Wilson do literally one video on Twitter. It's the Belichick. It's the same. It the same guy. It's the Parcells the Belichick mold. Um, yeah. So I think the offense is going to be better than the 30th best offense in the league that it was last year. Has I think you're going to be able to, you know, Jaleel McLaughlin, get him in your fantasy leagues. If you don't have him already, um, yeah. you don't have to waste a pick on him. You can take him in the last round. Uh, he's their Sproles guy. Um, and their defense is not elite, but they're top. They're in the Patriots range They're, but yep. they have, better playmakers. They have the Pat Sertains. They have Justin Simmons's. It all depends, to be honest, if Randy Gregory and Frank Clark can produce as edge rushers, then the team can win at maximum 11 games, but 17 no until proven otherwise. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah. So no, I, I think that was a rational, to... you're at your time. I think that was a rational stance. I think you basically agreed with everything that we're saying, right? That range of outcomes yeah. for them is... Seven wins to seven is wins. the floor, I think, and then I think same uh, same scenario with the division. Plop them into one of these other crappy divisions, and they're going to win more right. games. And they're gotta... they're elite, not elite. They're they're playing important yeah. games. So I my hope is they're they're playing important games in December. That's, That's fair. I think I want to have a that. fire. I want to yeah. like a little snow on the ground. You will. You'll get that. You'll get Did that. You see the white helmets. No, but is it with that white helmet with the old logo with the Bronco? Oh, yeah, sure. Yes. Oh, are you guys doing that game? Are you going to do the Bears game? It's let me figure here. it out. I, I'm very interested in that. Um, yeah. I want to go to Soldier Field, but more importantly, I want to see our friend Rick. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, Rick Golf. You could probably golf. <laughs> we could golf. Oh, yeah. It's interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would work. I, I, yeah. I went up, looked, I looked at the situation next year for Denver to see what kind of picks they had. So I, over the course of all these trades and all the, the so they have their first round. I wasn't round quite sure what they're going into. They're, they lose their second, um, and then they have a couple thirds. I think one or two fourths, and then two fifths, and they mm-hmm. just traded two sevenths in Alberto. Um, so AB will be proud. I tried to keep yep. it pretty rational. I tried to keep it in check, um, but yep, I think you did good. Did a good job. Yeah, you, but you no, did, I mean, there, there's no way they don't end up 17. No. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, Why stop at 17? Let's give them the full, let's give them the whole 20. I mean, 20 and 0. Has any team ever done that before? Only one, almost. Oh, uh, they were going to be 19. <laughs> you would have docked them. You would have the preseason. What up, you guys? You would have called the Hall of Fame to put the asterisk on that for sure. You would have been like, hey, uh, Michael calling here from uh, Maine. Want to let you guys know that's. No longer the record. Oh, boy. All right. Well, you've called 12 times today. (laughs) Please stop calling. Barbara at the front is very upset with you. Pretty good work by us, if I might say so. And we're tracking it all. I think if everyone follows our collective over-unders, they'll be posted on the website before the season starts. Um, We're going to make you some over-under money. and. Um, and a couple little nuggets if you stayed with us through the first and second episode we appreciate it we're going to be back um, next week with our first Billy Billy Boy FanDuel lineup Um, it's a four million dollar cash no taxes straight cash right in the account do you have to do it from Florida or New Hampshire 
for the New so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Or Washington. Yeah. Or from there's a couple uh, others. We'll, we'll funnel. <laughs> we got some we've guys. Got ways. We, we could funnel it through. Yeah, we've got yeah. ways and means. We'll find a way to to skirt. So yeah, we'll be fine. We'll worry about that after we win. Which well, when we win. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Guys, it feels awesome to be back. Thank you. It does. Um, Rick. We covered it all. Every team, everything you ever needed. Rick, thank you, Maddie. Yep. Well done. Thanks, Good work, boys. Two in a row. We have a tradition now. Go Bears.